Hey, thank you for listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and wherever podcasts are streamed. You can also visit PraiseChapelLasVegas.com and follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas to stay connected with PCLV. Thank you again for listening. Here comes today's message. late to church, amen, there is no reason. Some of you guys are probably saying, my Wi-Fi was tripping. My my computer had coronavirus. Amen. I couldn't find the live stream. I thought the governor said we couldn't congregate. Amen. Whatever excuse that you're using out there is no excuse because you're right in your home. Amen. And so uh, I want to minister on something that we we all need to be doing. And something that we will help us to stay focused uh, during this time. Something that will uh, should be part of, uh, of who we are as a disciple and a follower of Christ. And today I want to minister a message I entitled, We Must Pray. We Must Pray. This mandate of 30 days or of staying home for Nevada and really all around uh, other parts of the world right now. Understand that this is not a vacation. Uh, from church, or from Christianity, or from being a disciple. How many know that the church goes on? Can somebody say amen? Hallelujah. The church is not where we go. The church is who we are. And we are the church. Somebody say I. I I am the church. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Tell your neighbor, wake up. Don't time to go to sleep. Amen. Even the governor when he announces, he says, it's not time to go to movies. It's not time to go on vacation. Amen. We continue to do what we do. Amen. And the church goes forward. You know, this it's a lockdown for our cities. Amen. But it's a lockdown for us as Christians to mandate, listen, our watchtowers and pray. Mandate our watchtowers and pray. A, a watchtower, you got to understand, is a place of Isolation. A watchtower is a, t- a place where you go to your private place with God. And this is the time for a church that we man our watchtowers. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1 says, I will climb up to my watchtower and stand at my guard post. And then I will wait to see what the Lord says and how he will answer, answer my complaint. Tell somebody at home, we must pray. Come on, tell your neighbor, you must pray. Come on, tell your deal. We must pray. Deal, pray. Click somebody and say, we must pray. We Hallelujah. Must pray. I want you to turn to the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 7, amen, verse 11 through 16. This will be our, our text for today. <coughs> Excuse me. So Solomon finished the temple of the Lord and as well the royal palace. And when he completed everything that he had planned to do in construction of the temple, and palace. Then one night, somebody say one night, one night the Lord appeared to Solomon and said, I've heard your prayer and I've chosen this temple. Somebody say my temple. temple. Amen. My temple as a palace for making sacrifices. At that, at times I might shut up the heavens so that no rain falls or command grasshoppers to devour your crops or send plagues to among you. Then if my people who call by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways or repent, 
I will hear from heaven and I will forgive them of their sins. And I will restore or I will heal their land. And it goes on to say that my eyes uh, will be open and my ears will be attended to every prayer. Say every prayer. Every. every prayer. This is God saying, you know what? When you do that, that his ears are open, that, that his, his uh, ears are attended. Amen. Uh, his eyes are open, amen, to every prayer made in this place. He says, for I have chosen this temple, say my temple, and set it apart to be holy, a place where my name will be honored forever, and I'll always watch over you, for this is dear to my heart. Amen. There must, listen church, there must be a dedication to the Lord. We must dedicate our lives to God. Here in chapter 7 of Second Chronicles, Solomon just finished and dedicates the temple. And it says in verse 3 that the temple was filled with his presence, with the presence of God. The presence of God was so thick, church, that the priests were not even able to enter in. And they said that they fell to their faces and they began to worship and praise God. And they fell on their faces, amen, saying, He is good. His faithfulness endures forever. I mean, know that he's a faithful God out there. Yeah. Amen. God is faithful. Listen, church, I ministered a few weeks ago about that we have to have a heart to build God a house. And last Sunday, I ministered on legalizing God. And I'll probably finish that part two of that. I know that some of you guys are probably thinking I was going to minister on that today, but I'll probably do that next Sunday. But, but when we allow God into our lives... We make him legal here on earth. And when we make him legal inside this temple, our temple, say my temple again. My temple. Because we are the temple of God, this is the kind of house that God wants to dwell in. First Corinthians chapter uh, 3 verse 16 says, Do you not realize that all of you, say me, all of you together are the temple of God and that his spirit of God lives in you when we dedicate this temple to the lord he fills us listen he fills us with his presence the holy spirit as we dedicate our lives we also need to pray church prayer i'm telling you especially during this time and really always prayer is essential prayer is necessary tell your neighbor hit them prayer is necessary come on hey wake up there Okay, the Lord, listen, the Lord responds to prayer. The Lord responds to dedication. The Lord responds on what you ask. The Lord's response to Solomon after he finished the temple was that he says, I have heard your prayer. I've heard your prayer. When we finish our temples, when we get things in order in our lives, church, God hears our prayers. Come on, somebody. God hears our prayers when we get this right here. In 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 12, it says, Then one night the Lord appeared to Solomon, and he said, I've heard your prayer, and I have chosen this temple as a place for making sacrifices. You have to understand here, church, though the Lord responds, how many know that it may not come right away at times? Come on, somebody say hello. Come on. The Lord's response here in this passage of Scripture came months after. Even years had passed since Solomon's prayer of dedication 
in Second Chronicles chapter 6, the chapter before. Then after all this time, after months and maybe even years, one night, one night, church, how many know that one day can change everything? Especially in the moments that we're living right now, things are changing hour per hour. But one night, God told Solomon, I heard your prayer. How often do we look for immediate answers for our prayers? Especially right now, that we're praying for, to, to, for God to move. We're asking God to do something, amen, for this virus to, to go away, uh, for things to get fixed in our lives, in our nation, in our world, for our lives to go back to normal. Come on, somebody. Can you tell? I can tell you something right now, church. Normal will never be the same. It's time for change. It's time for change. Tell your neighbors, it's time for change. But when we pray, church, listen, and nothing happens, we can often wonder at times, is even God hearing us? Come on, right? And will he provide during this time? I'm here to encourage you that God hears. Listen, church, when we pray. Come on, God hears our cries. God hears our concerns right now. And he will supply, let me tell you, church, listen, all, somebody say all, all your needs. Can somebody say amen? Praise God. I, I believe that God will take care of me and my family. I believe that God will take care of you and your family. Come on, God's not going to let nothing happen to you because he loves you that much, church. He will supply every need right now. In Psalms chapter 34, verse 17 through 18, it says this. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted, and he rescues those whose spirits have been crushed. God heard our cries, church, on 9-11. God heard our cries and our prayers on October 1st here in Las Vegas a couple of years ago. Each time when the people of God have cried out, each time that the people of God have prayed out, God has shown up and he has shown out, church. Come on, somebody. Yes. Come on. God responds, church, to prayer. Our temples, as our temples are in order, God hears our cries. It's not time to worry. Tell your neighbor, it's not time to worry. Come on. But it's time, listen, church, to pray. It's time to pray. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And tell the Lord what you need. And then thank him for all that he has done. And it goes on in verse 7 to say, Then, then you will experience God's peace that exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard our hearts and our minds as you live in Christ Jesus. What we need right now, what all of us need right now is his peace. Come on, somebody say his peace. We need his peace right now. Not the world's peace, not the world's answer, but we need to experience the peace of God. Peace of mind, his peace, let me tell you, his peace relaxes you. Tell your neighbor, take a deep breath. Come on, everybody take a deep breath. Does that feel good right now? Praise the Lord. There's times and moments where I may be 
getting overwhelmed. There's times and moments in my life that you know what, you know, that I can get a little frustrated. There's times and moments, amen, that, that God tells me, son, take a deep breath. And when I do that each and every time, church, let me tell you, in blowing out, I, it, it feels so much better. You know, and you know what it makes me feel? It reminds me, God tells me, everything, everything is gonna be okay. Come on, tell your neighbor, everything's gonna be okay. Tell your mama, everything's gonna be okay. Tell your husband, tell your wife, tell your children, everything will be okay. There's a saying that says, no God, no peace. But no God, no peace. Amen. Come on. No God, no peace. But when you know him, you know his peace, church. Come on. Amen. Come on. Thank you, wife. Wife, shout it out. <laughs> okay. Amen. How do we get this peace? We pray. We've got to pray, church. This is a time that we really need to see God. We, this is a time for us. He's, he's isolated. He said, you know what? I, I, we tell him, I don't have time for you. I don't have to. Now you got time. Now you got time. There's no rush no more for some of us. We're not working for some of There's no rush right now. Right now, God says, you got time for me. You got time for me. You got time for me. You can't go anywhere. You can't go out and eat. You, can't, you, you got time for me. So he's making time for us, church. This is the time to pray. Amen. Prayer over worry. Fear. I mean, faith over fear. Victory over this virus. Amen. And through all that, top it off with worship. Come on, you gotta yes. worship God. Yes. You gotta worship God. Now get some tunes. And I, I I clicked on an old tune that we used to sing back in the days, and man, I just started worshiping God. And thank you. I posted it on, on on my Facebook page, amen. Just it was a great moment just to close your eyes and know that God is still a good God. And just get in the moments of worship, amen. When you start to worship, it lifts worry. When you start to worship, amen, victory starts to rise up in you, amen. When you start to worship God, amen, feet. Uh, faith just leaps up inside of you. Come on, worship him and turns your whole situation around. Come on, uh, come on. When you go, come on. When you play some music, come on, everybody out there. When you start playing some music, some jabs, amen. You know everything seems okay at that time. You're you're happy. You're laughing. You're dancing. It's a great time for now. music. Come on, music just helps us. And really, it's the best time to get into the presence of God and worship God. Come on, let's worship God. This, 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 this get into his presence, church. It's not time to panic. It's time to run to God. It's time to call out to God Almighty who saves us. You remember Peter when he went, when, uh, when uh, he stepped out of the boat. He stepped out of the boat. He stepped out with confidence. He stepped out with, with no worry at, at all because his focus and his attention and mo at that moment in time was all on Christ. And there's times and moments in our lives that we're trusting God. We're stepping out of our boats. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the waves start to come. The waves that we're facing right now in society, the waves that we're facing right now in our world, church. And the thing, instead of looking at God, we start looking at our situations. Instead of talking about how big God is, we're talking about this virus. Come on, somebody. Don't look at me like that. Come on, this is the time and moment that we need to direct ourselves to, to the Lord. We need to focus on God, amen, that when you step up, keep on walking, keep on walking in faith and trusting God. See, Peter, Peter worried, and Peter started to, to trip out, and Peter started to freak out and panic. 
and run to the grocery stores and all this other stuff that's going on out there. Peter wanted to do that, and they started to sink in his problems and situation. We will sink, guys, without God. But he called out. He called out. He says, God, save me. This is what we need to do as a church today. God, save us. Save me. Let me tell you, when you do that, what does he do? He reaches out. He reached out to Peter, and he lifted him up. And that time, he cried out in prayer and lifted him up. He says, you have little faith. It's all right, church, to panic a little. It's all right to worry a little bit, a little bit, but don't let it live inside of you. Grab a hold of that. Let faith overtake that word. Let prayer come into your life and overtake that word. Come on, let, 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 let victory shouts inside of you overtake that word. Come on, church. We got this. You got this. Amen. God believes in you. I believe in you. God loves you. Yes, we got this, church. Let's worship during those times. Let me tell you, when, when they were locked up in their situation, when remember uh, Paul and Silas? They were on lockdown. They were on lockdown. They couldn't go out. They were in, they were confined to their cell. They were on, on lockdown. They did not complain during that lockdown. They didn't say, man, we can't go to the movies. We can't do this. We can't do that. They were on lockdown. <coughs> but what did they do in the midst of that? They didn't, they didn't complain. They didn't worry. They started to worship and pray God and, and pray to the Lord and, and worship. And, and you know the story, church. God moved upon that worship, man. I, I can just imagine the songs that they were singing that day. And just worshiping a favorite tune. Whatever it is, whatever they were singing, it doesn't matter what's, what's in your heart. What's your favorite song that you always draws you back to the Lord? And when you start to sing like that, church, let me tell you, those jail cells are going to be open. And we're going to be free again. And we're going to come back to the places that we were, amen. But it's going to be different, church. More appreciated, and you're going to love the Lord even more through this, amen. So just worship the Lord, amen. Lastly, really quickly, amen. We need to repent in order to receive forgiveness. In these 30 days of staying home, God wants us to turn away, listen, from the things that we shouldn't be doing. Watching, the things that we shouldn't be saying, the things that we shouldn't be thinking, or whatever it might be for you. And we need to repent. Repentance, church, starts in your home. Repentance starts in your home. Come on, when we get this temple right, somebody say my temple. my temple. Come on, say my temple. Come on. When we get this temple right and completely dedicate our lives to the Lord, listen, God hears us, listen, and he heals us. God hears us and he heals us, church. The light that's inside of each one of us, listen, because we have we are the light of the world, church. The light that's inside of each one of us will start to shine brighter than ever. Come on, the light, this little light of ours will start to shine and expel this darkness that surrounds us, church. Some of our lights out there, if we can really be honest, are a little dim today. Come on. Worries kind of dim that. Situations are trying to dim that. Uh, uh, some of us, we're already we're dim before this all happened. And the Lord's saying, you know what? If we can start getting rid of some of the stuff within our lives, then these lights will shine, start to shine brighter and brighter, church. 
I'm not here to let you know that what the devil intended for evil, God will turn around for the good. Come on, somebody. This is how God works. God, God, God works this way that whatever comes our way, he, he changes it around for us, church. Come on. If we can all just get our lights shining the way they need to be shining, church. Come on. Then it'll be a bright thing right here that will overtake this darkness around us. Amen. And you know what we do when we start to do that, church? We slap the devil right in the face. Slap your, slap your neighbor. No, 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 no. We slap the devil right in the face through this. And his boyfriend. Yeah, his boyfriend too. Amen. We're going to slap that devil. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to understand today that, you know, when we rise up, amen, what he intended for evil, what he intended for his God's people to fear, now he's going to turn it around for us. Amen. He's going to turn it around for us. When we repent from our ways and turn, I'm turned from them. Repent is a turn. Amen. Then we will receive forgiveness. Amen. And when we receive forgiveness, amen, then God will hear us and hear our prayers. And when he hears our prayers, he heals us and he heals our land, church. God answers Solomon, listen, the four conditions of forgiveness. You see, in chapter 6, Solomon asked the Lord to make provisions for the people when they sin. And God answers Solomon first by saying, I've heard your prayers. And I've heard your prayer. I heard of your concerns. And so he says in 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14 to 16, then he said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven and I will forgive them of their sins and I will restore their land. My eyes will be open, my ears will be attended to every prayer made in this place, for I have chosen this temple and set it apart to be holy, a place where my name will be honored forever. I will always watch over it, for it is dear to my heart. I'm here to let you know, church, and those out there that are, are joining us today, you are dear to God's heart. Somebody may invite you to, to come and join us on this online but I'm not, I'm not saying all this is coincidence. You were on God's heart. You were on God's heart. Someone may invite you. Somebody may hit a share button to invite you into this. But I'm here to let you know that you were on God's heart. He loves you that much. But God forgives us for, on these four conditions. I'm going to do them really quickly for you guys. The first thing that we need to do, if we want to get, let God fill this temple, and for him to hear our prayers and hear our lands, we first need to humble <coughs> ourselves. Humble ourselves. How? By admitting our sins. How many know it takes humility to confess? But there's power in confession, church. And when we humble ourselves and confess, come on, God will hear us. The second thing that you need to do, pray to God. As the title of this message is, we must pray. Amen. Come on, pray. Pray and ask God to forgive you. It's really simple. God, forgive me. Cleanse me. Ask God to forgive you. Third, seek God. Not sometimes, but continually. Come on. We must keep on seeking God. Not through crisis. Not through hard times only. 
but all the time. This is something that we have to do always. Listen, when this lifts, and I'm here to let you know, church, this will lift. This will go, amen. You're still going to have to pray. We've got to pray, church. <coughs> and lastly, number four, turn from your sinful ways. Tell your neighbor, turn away. Come on, tell your neighbor, turn away. Stop doing <coughs> what you're doing. Come on. Don't repent. Don't, 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 don't say I'm sorry. Don't, don't tell God forgive me and, and you're really not sorry and you really don't want to be forgiven. Amen. Or, or not for that moment. You gotta, you gotta stop what you're doing. Don't just repent and go back. You gotta stop. Tell your neighbor, stop. Listen, true repentance is more than talk. True repentance is a change behavior. True repentance is a change behavior. <coughs> Sorry, a little difficulty there. Amen. Somebody just fell over with the Holy Spirit right now. Just hit our camera right now. Praise the Lord. God's moving already here. Praise the Lord. But true repentance, church, is more than talk. True repentance is a change behavior. As I close today, church, whether we sin individually or as a group or as a nation, as we follow this, these steps here, it will always lead us to forgiveness. I'm here to let you know that God hears and will answer our prayers, church, each time we are lined up with him, each time that we turn away from our, our ways of what we're doing, each time we humble ourselves, each time we, we seek God, each time we pray to God, each time we turn from our evil ways, God will answer us and heal our man. But we must pray and somebody say amen. <coughs> Sorry, church. So today, we want to close today. We ask right now for everybody that's in every living room. Living rooms here in Las Vegas, living rooms of DCLV, living rooms of family and friends that are out there. But this is the, probably the best and crucial part of the message. Don't, don't tune out, don't think out, just hear that. Why now? Just wait for a few more moments. This is probably the best.